This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about your vaccination, huh? Oh, yeah. All right. Yes. I'm juiced up. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering... The Megacast! Ted! Migsy, yes. back stuff. Back in action. You're back. I am. We were off last week because Ted is now vaccinated. I am. Double vaxxed. Yes. So you're uh, Pfizer. Chief Pfizer. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Still Johnson & Johnson. Still yeah. not sure if mine's good or not. I got a, I saw you got a new tattoo. I'm getting a Pfizer tattoo next week. Yeah, baby. Show us what's up. Screw getting that Facebook profile <laughs> picture that says I've been vaccinated. Get the tattoo. <laughs> Just a P and an F. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Jason. Big fan of the radio station. Oh, nice. Turns out. Uh, and uh, big fan of Metal Shop. In the Kevin and Ian days of them being on dead air on KGRG. I was like, damn, this dude knows no what's kidding. up. Yeah. Awesome. New tattoo shop in, um, in Auburn. And right. dude. Uh, we could get to it a little bit more later, I'm sure, but I, I just, I'll show you a picture. The, the, the tattoo shop is just so great because it's just what you'd expect, like the quintessential tattoo shop. Small little sp- spot off the like main strip in Auburn. Got the glass with the big BTU tattooing. You go in and it's like the dive bar of tattoo shops. Like very clean, but it's just the old school tattoo shop. All right, that's always my question. Do tattoo, like, tattoo shops, like, because there's a couple in my neighborhood too. But I'm always like, the letters remind me of like a, like a cut you'd see on like an MC. Yeah, like yeah. almost old English, but not right. But yeah. it's always that. It's always black and black and white or red and white. Yes, it's always just badass. <laughs> right. what I'm like, I'm like, God, like, did you guys go to a convention for this? They <laughs> on a panel. What are the best colors for tattoo shops? Black, white, red. Do it. No, actually, he had orange in his in, in his actual. Right. Uh, but yeah, dude, Jason's an awesome dude. He's like a one man show there. It's his, his shop. A right. uh, small little spot, but man, does great work. Super nice guy. And so, what, many, many, many months ago, when we were, before the Kraken were called the Kraken, it was called the Seattle Hockey Team, and we knew we were getting a team, all of a sudden the rumors of, what about the Kraken? And it was like the big joke. And I said on the air, I'm like, dude, I love the Kraken name. If they name their team the Kraken, I will get that logo tattooed on my leg. Uh, not my leg, but just t- tattooed on me. And then it happened. So I'm like, well... I like the logo. I'm stoked. This is a big deal to me having pro hockey here. Screw it. I'll get the tattoo. And I did it yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw that on the uh on the Twitter. The book of yep. faces. I yep. don't know. Yeah, but I, I put it on Twitter at I'm Steve Miggs. And shout out to my buddy Chris Dahl, because I didn't want to get like a lot of people get Stahl. Oh. <laughs> I was like the champagne. I was like, man, that's gangster. I should start calling him. Hey, what's up, Chris Dahl? <laughs> he does all the artwork. He did the artwork for the mega cast. Oh, nice. So when I knew I was gonna do the tattoo, I'm like, hey man, I want to get the tattoo. But I don't want to get just the logo because everyone's going to do that. I kind of want to have it look like it's not perfect. It's like a sketch. Like, and so he threw together this cool thing. I showed it to Jason. Jason tweaked it to make it work for a tattoo. And boom. Nice. Now it's on my leg. All right. Kraken even said, way to stick to your word. I'm right. Like, I was straight. Say- now why don't you follow me? 
Yeah, no kidding. I, that was her tweet me. That was my first thought when I saw it. I go, they have to follow him now. No, no. Still no? No. no at least a social media person. <laughs> they don't like me. It's a war inside my own head. They don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, but it's a war about. you're losing, Steve. I'm losing it bad. That's the problem. The problem is at one point they were following me on Instagram, and then they unfollowed me. <sighs> well, they unfollowed everybody when they restarted with like the name. <sighs> Sounds like corporate BS to me. It does, man. The man's keeping us down. That's why I'm buying these stocks. I'm short squeezing. I'm taking the man down, Ted. <laughs> don't say short squeezing to me. I don't even know what it means. I, but you flew so it flew out of your mouth so nice and flowed. I That's like, right. I'm holding on for dear life, Ted. Oh man, I got nothing. <laughs> I got money in the stocks, and I plan on being rich. <laughs> I I put money in the Doja Cat. People oh. are like, and I'm like, son of a bitch. I thought it was Dodge. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> We are not men. We are not financial advisors. Do your due diligence. Trust me. Do not take my financial <laughs> advice. I know, dude. I did some stuff. And my wife's like, well, what does this all mean? I'm like, I don't know. My friends were doing it, so I did it too. And she's like, well, what do we stand to make? And I tell her, and she's like, well, I guess it's better than playing the lottery. I'm like, yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah, I tried for a while. I suck Metals and this and that and precious, like, I don't know. It... it like, it was just over the course of years and years. I was like, I, I'm not positive this is working for me. I don't understand. Dude, I have watched. I don't think you're supposed to. Right. Crypto's a little different and some of this stuff going on now. But, like, the stock market, I'm not positive. And I know that's how it works. But Please don't. <laughs> right enough, and it just goes in one ear and out the other. I have no retention for that stuff. I, look, I'm, I'm going to max out my 401, put some money in savings. <laughs> That's all I know. Right. I, dude, it's, it's, it, yeah, I try watching videos on YouTube and like they do a good job of explaining it for dummies. Yeah. But I'm not at the dummy level. Like you got to explain it for just a complete and utter moron. Right. Like I think my daughter understands stocks better than I do with the amount of videos I tried watching. I was like, I give up. I was She's doing, in Graham coin. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's in Remy and Boo coin. <laughs> She's doing it all, man. All right, there's a ton going on. Quick programming note. All right. Because it could happen next week, but you know, it's the Megacast, so it might not happen. But there's a very good chance an old friend will be joining us on the Megacast next week. Oh, no kidding. Yes. All right. Any guesses on who you think it might be? Does he have beautiful hair? Because my wife would disagree. I mean, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. But my wife likes bald. Oh. He is the opposite of bald. Is he into rugby? He quite possibly is. All right. I mean, I have ideas. And Luke. <laughs> Luke Wilson. Oh, nice. Oh, wrong button. All right. Well, I don't know what button I was going to hit. I got I so I got Did so you have something that said Luke Wilson? No. I, thought, I was like, oh, he set me up. No, I had nothing. I was just, I got so excited. I just started the next thing. I was like, yes, you're right. <laughs> you are correct. You are correct. There you go. That's the correct. You are correct. That is the correct. Yeah, he shot me a text. Uh, thanks to our buddy uh, Nick over around Seattle. He tweeted yeah. at him because there was a funny clip that uh, was on Q13 Fox of Luke talking about his experience on Hard Knocks, the HBO show. I watched it. Dude, I've, that clip was hilarious. It was. I couldn't believe that. Like they, you, they, they, There was footage of a different guy getting hit, and they said that was Luke Wilson, and he wasn't even on the field at the time. I know. Well, it'd be fun to talk to him about it, too, because I feel bad. I'm, I love that show. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, don't ruin it for me. Damn you, Luke. You watch that show, ever watch that show called Adam Ruins Everything? 
I know the show, but I don't think I've ever seen an episode. Oh, my God. That's basically all it is. He just breaks down stuff, and it it ruins most things. I need Well, maybe one day I could squeeze it between Mighty Mike Trolls and Masha and the Bear. Mighty Mike. Mighty Mike. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, dude, I get nothing anymore. I got. I don't. I don't even watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> I know that. It's, I, it's I, nuts. I know. I'm always like, you're not watching wrestling. I'm like, no, no, no. I just watched Mighty Mike the same episode almost every single night. Like that's pretty. much. And then once she goes to bed, we get like an hour of TV time. But you know, Sid, being the unsupportive wife that she is, does not want to watch wrestling with me. I was gonna say, there's no chance that's a wrestling time. Before we get to the TED talk, yes. Do we know who we hate yet when it comes to hockey? I mean, I assume it'll be Vancouver. Yeah, definitely Vancouver. I would I would throw Vegas in there, even though I like right. Vegas, but they're like the we're the new young we're the new kid on the block. So I think there's gonna be a rivalry with that. And also it's not a very far distance between the two teams. All right, let me throw one out at you. Yes. Now granted Sounders are playing San Jose tonight, but their fans suck. Oh, they're screw like, the Sharks. Yeah, that's all I'm like. Like me and Thrill were talking about. Yeah, you know what the hell with the Sharks? Oh, all the LA, uh, all the California teams. The Ducks, they're dead, they're dead to me now. The Kings, yeah. dead to me. I don't even watch Mighty Ducks anymore. You know, I, I'm going to stop as of today. Yeah. But I kind of like the show. <laughs> Did you see that the Kraken made their first pick? Or not pick, but their first signing. No, who was right. it? Like, <laughs> I'll know. Luke Henman. Oh. Dude, I had to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He he plays in minor league hockey. He's like an up and comer kid. He's like twenty one years old, a captain for his team. Plays in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, which is a place where like Sidney Crosby came from. Yeah, other players as well. So it's like good pedigree. Sounds like he's a good player. They say he needs to put on some size, but still kind of exciting, but very random. Like I don't know what I was expecting. I guess I just was hoping like the first person that's going to be announced as a member of 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 the Kraken was going to be like this flashy name, like T.J. Oshie. That's our first. But I get it. Like. The draft doesn't start for a while, and they're now finally able to sign people because they finally paid off whatever the fee was to become the 32nd team in the NHL. Yeah, let's ease up on the Oshi stuff. He's still got to win another cup in Washington. All right, fine, fine. And she's family. I know his dad. Yeah, sadly. that's right. And they're from up here. Yeah, Tim's a good dude. Uh, has a huge stamp on the the Seattle hockey scene, both with adult hockey and also with kids hockey. Uh, just, I mean, you won't find anyone who's ever met the dude. Uh, I, I got goosebumps even just talking about him. I mean, he was just that guy. Like and anyone, TJ puts in a hat trick the next day. Dude, I got teary eyed when I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Missed the and, and the third goal was an empty netter, but it wasn't an easy empty netter. Yeah, like they got him the puck, but he was still in the, the, the zone and the ice uh, across the red line, and he worked it and got it in there. And I was like, damn man! And then you just see him break down on the bench, right? Because that was it was a week ago today. Right, because I had a sick day because I yep. was recovering from the shot. So I actually watched that. Well, I, wa- I watched it because it started with a lot of fighting. Yeah, did you watch the game? Bef- was that the same game that was all the fights? Yes. Yeah, that because was Because the night before was Tom, Tom Wilson. Wilson doing Tom Wilson stuff. <laughs> How do you feel about Tom Wilson? You're a Cavs guy, so you probably like I, him, huh? I, I am a Cavs fan. Uh, Tom Wilson does Tom Wilson stuff. I'm going to leave it at that. Tom that w- one was a little... I'm like, look, it's getting hard to defend you, bro. He's such a dirty bitch. I mean, it's like... He's brutal. But I always still say, he is the guy that if he's on your team, you love him. If he's not on your team, you absolutely despise him. I remember the Devils growing up had a guy like that, Claude Lemieux. Yeah, Everybody I mean, hated him. The whole league hates him. Yeah. But... He does what he does. And it works. He got under the skin of the Rangers to the point where they put out a statement where they were bitching about him not being suspended for because he, he took a guy, sucker punched him when he was down, not looking, uh, and then took another guy who didn't have his helmet on and tried to like throw him down head first onto the ice. I mean, you can make the argument. Now, granted, it was a dirty play. Yeah. But Tom may have blown up their franchise. 
Yes. I mean, the, yes. the Rangers in, in like a week's time have lost what? A coach, a GM, like then they got a bunch of fines and penalties for fighting the next night, which I thought was a little like you don't have to find them that much. Like they had to come out and fight. Well, they were mad because Tom didn't get suspended. He got fined right. five thousand dollars, could play the next game. The Rangers got fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for bitching about the fact that Tom Wilson didn't get fined five thousand dollars, <laughs> which I thought was crazy. Then the owner, who doesn't even give a crap about hockey, is like he's all about the Knicks, but he also owns the Rangers. He just has like a meltdown, I think, about that statement, and then gets rid of like the front office, including John Davidson, who's considered one of the most brilliant minds in hockey. And you got rid of a front office that is finally rebuilding this franchise to become a good team again. So it's like, you've just completely effed the Rangers. Yeah, and that owner is terrible. He's, he's the worst. Was it Brannon? No, it's something with a D. Dick. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I want to say, is it, is it Dolan's? Maybe yeah. something, and he's in a terrible band. Like Knicks fans show up to like his events. He's some rich, you know, CEO of something or started some company, and he's always Dolan, Dolan, yeah. And he plays in this band, and people will show he up. Does oh yeah, James but, Dolan, yeah. He'll people will show up to those events with signs that say like "Sell the Knicks," and he gets them thrown out. Excuse me, wait a second. So he's the owner of the team, and he's still gigging. Yeah, that I kind of find kind of awesome, <laughs> even if he is a douche. Right, but it's not like a real band. It's like a rich guy band that they'll put on stage at these small little events. Okay, like kind of like what uh, Paul Allen, he'd have a bunch of hired guys, gets a chance to play rock star. He's talented, but you know, you know what I mean. Except people liked Paul Allen. That's a good point. That's the big massive difference, right? Like if you saw Paul, Paul Allen play, you'd be like, that's cool. I saw Paul Allen, owner of the Seahawks, this and that play. I'd probably hit him up seeing if he wants a drummer. Right. Whereas this guy, like people show up just to like, and like I saw a guy was just holding a sign that said, sell the Knicks. Like you suck. And oh he had him thrown. He gets people thrown out of the arena all the time as Knicks fans when there was fans there would be like, sell the team. Why does he even keep doing that? Do you know what I mean? Because like, people don't understand how much these pro franchises are just cash cows. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't understand why he still does things in public. Like, oh, like I, plays music when he knows that fans can show up. Like, I would do nothing that could give access to a fan seeing me. Well, because they're mentally deranged. That's a good point. He's so full of himself and narcissistic, so, he doesn't care. Right. And nobody under him can talk back to him or, right. or you know, it, it's, it's your fault and this and that, right? So, I mean, he assumes he can just go. And then if somebody says anything, also... Why acknowledge that, dude? You're yeah. playing at noon, some random festival in the South. There's one dude with a sign. You took the time to get security to throw him out. Right. Which like, is, it's just a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, you, the whole thing is just terrible. Yeah. yeah. So he's basically caused the Rangers to implode, thanks to Tom Wilson. Yeah. What? So if Tom Wilson gets picked by the Kraken, I'm like, I freaking got his jersey, Ted. Oh, and then I'll, Tom Wilson. I'll switch and be like, he shouldn't even be in the league. Yeah. He is a dirty, dirty player. He, even if I was a Cavs fan, I would be like, oh, it's hard to, like you said, it's hard to defend that guy. It is tough. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, I, I like legit would love to see the Cavs do well just for TJ Oshie's part. I mean, yeah. the story behind him. And if you do want to have a good cry, like let's just say you're like, I need to get these tears out of my system. Just YouTube TJ Oshie's post Stanley Cup winning interview. Yeah. Where he talks about his pops who was there and talks about how he was battling Alzheimer's at the time and, and said something to the extent of, my dad doesn't remember a lot of things these days because of what he's battling, but I sure as hell know he's going to remember this. And it was just like, oh my gosh. It's like a, it was like a line from a Disney movie. Yeah. Terrible disease. Yeah. Because you can go still see the people, but they're not there. Right. And it's, yeah. A, yeah, I know a lot of people who have 
people in their lives dating. And I, and I think T- Tim was only in his 50s. Oh, yeah. Man, that's brutal. It's rough, man. Like the whole, I mean, the older we get, you know, when I was younger, 50 seemed like, oh, you live a good life because you're, you know, I'm 13, 14 years old. But now, like, when I'm in my 40s, I'm like, you still have the whole, you still have so many years ahead of you. <laughs> it's frightening. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we don't want to get old anymore, Ted. Well, there was like that thing yesterday, right? That was like, what was it? Like the study shows if you feel young, like you, you're not as old as you, as your body is. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. Like I don't feel 40, but no. there's just things that like tip you off. Like that dude died. He was 42. Like what is going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. just like, like we talk about like just regular visits to the doctor and yep. this and that. Like you're just more self-aware of it. Or even just trying to get off the floor after like you've been sitting down there telling reading stories to your daughter, and then she runs off, and you're like, oh, crap, i got to get up. And you're like, my hip. <laughs> Ted Talks, starring Beatrix Smith. Don't get old! Stay in. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was talking to some friends the other day. Be yourself. And it's hard to be yourself, right? Because you're in other environments. You're out with different people. You know, like you do a good job of it, but but sometimes it's hard, right? Because somebody might say something or something you're into, they're not into. So it's hard to be yourself. Now, also, don't be afraid to try something new. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you don't want to be a fake person that's, you know, as my mom would say, putting on airs and oh. trying to create an image that you're right. not. But also, who knows? You know, like I, I'm wearing a 17 seam short. They seem short to me, but I'm like, this is what people are doing now. I'm what is a this. seven inseam shirt? Shorts. Oh, shorts. Like, oh, I, like shorter these shorts. These are the first shorts I've owned that are probably above the knee that aren't athletic shorts oh. in years. Yeah, dude. It's a whole different world now. Yeah. People want to see more leg, especially yours. <laughs> right? Can I see the hair? Yeah. Goddamn right you can. So like stick to you, but also like, I don't know, maybe there's some shirt you want to go buy or whatever. Like you're not going to be a rapper, but- you like Travis Scott? You like his gear? Get a shirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know dude, what I mean? Dude, my wife, when Christmas time, she was so nervous about one of the Christmas gifts because she was like, it was a pair of gym shorts. All right. From Lululemon. So it was like, oh, they nice. were shorter shorts, which she already knew was against my like beliefs and just <laughs> mentality. Lululemon, which I never done in a million years, I would find anything in there that I would want to. It's just like, that's the place where I go for my wife to go get her stuff that makes her butt look really cool. Yeah. Like, but. I, I was like, I'm willing to try them on. I put them on. I'm like, these are really comfortable. Yeah. And now I wear them all to the point where we went to Lululemon to get another pair like those. But they're way at, like, at first I was very nervous about them. Like, these go up a little high. <laughs> and then I go to the gym and I'm like, there's like five other guys wearing the exact print Lululemon shorts that I'm wearing. Like, why am I even concerned? Right. So that, right. That was like, you know, stay, be yourself, but also like, try some new stuff. Well, I think that's also part of it. Like, when you try some new stuff, and you're unapologetically yourself by doing it, like you're not trying to prove it to anyone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not trying to fit anybody's perception of what you are. So by trying new stuff, that is the ultimate way of being yourself, at least for me. Like, yeah, I want to try wrestling. All right. I'm going to keep doing it. And it's like on paper, that's a terrible, stupid idea, but it brought me so much happiness and it still does. And hopefully I get to do it for a little while longer. Unfortunately, all the things that I really enjoy doing are things that don't really translate well to people in their late 50s and so it's like i got a short window yeah i mean look i picked up outdoor soccer at 38 right so, i mean right i'm in the same now obviously your wrestling is a little higher profile than pub league but same thing i was like 
all right, well, I watch it. I want to go play it. Let's go do it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even like hockey. Like I see some guys are in their sixties and seventies still playing. And I'm like, damn, that's awesome. Like, yeah, I will definitely hope to do that. But as a goalie, I won't be able to play with the people. I, like there are certain people I play with now that like. 70-year-old Steve is not going to have the reactions time of, like, 40-something-year-old Steve. <laughs> so I'm going to have to be playing with, like, the other 70-year-olds. Like, right yeah. now I could play with, like, some 20- and 30-year-olds and feel like I could keep up. I don't know how many more years or maybe months that's going to continue. <laughs> months. <laughs> I think you got a couple more years, not just months. You know what? Let's just say you got 24 months. Okay, perfect. That's two years. <laughs> 24 hours. It's a new show from Fox. It's 24 months. 24 months. <laughs> One man. One goal. <laughs> uh, I do want to give, uh, give a quick shout out. Speaking of wrestling, uh, a couple of former um, uh, guests on, on on the Megacast have gone on yeah. to do some pretty awesome things on NXT. So if you're looking for favorite wrestlers, might I recommend Isaiah Swerve Scott, who was Shane Strickland when we had him on, and AJ, former Seahawk, AJ Francis, also... Uh, former Terp. Yep, and also your your bitter enemy We in high don't school. have to bring up where he went to high school, Steve. We're trying to be nice to AJ. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Oh, I know it. I know it's not Damatha. It's not. There's it's, only one Damatha. There's plenty of Gonzagas. There's only one Damatha. What the hell is it? It's Gonzaga. It's Gonzaga. Okay. I was like, what is it? Oh, Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about they're a faction too? So they're That's both what's crazy. They both have ties to the Northwest. Shane or Isaiah was born in Tacoma. Didn't really live here, but was born in Tacoma. Went off, but he still refers to himself as from Tacoma, Washington. When he gets introduced in the ring. And he's gone on to great stuff in the Indies. Now he's in the WWE and NXT, and he's been really building and building and building. Well, all of a sudden, he creates this this faction. Like, they're a hip-hop, they call it, I think, like the Hit Crew, or I can't remember the name, but it's hit, hit something. I was watching AJ on the mic, like, literally this morning before I went to the gym. Yeah. Right? And he's called Top Dollar. Top Dollar. <laughs> but how about, though, both of them have Northwest ties, end up being in a faction together, which I thought was really freaking cool. Well, and they've both been on the Megacast. Yeah, we e- easily are the reason. I mean, we, we do a lot for careers. We make careers. <laughs> uh, Hit Row. That's Hit the name Row. of their crew. And there's two other wrestlers that are a part of it, not from the Northwest. So we don't talk to them. I was going to say, I think that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we don't acknowledge them, Steve. And I love his catchphrase at the end. He was like, who's hotter than Top Dollar? None nada. And on this mic, I'm nefarious. Yeah, I'm the scariest. I'll make you digest each line. Like a lariat. Ooh. First class flight since I got here. My chariot. Anybody say they want the beef? Man, I'm daring them. They'll realize what's at stake and become vegetarian. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, quick question. What's that, dog? <laughs> That's shame. Not of top dog. Not, not, not. <laughs> I literally, that's what I watched this morning. Uh, I went to the gym. I, I'm so happy for him. It's like I, it's finally happening. Like yeah. he's finally like he's now on TV. He's doing A and E's Hidden Treasures with the WWE as well. I probably butchered the name of that. I suck at this thing, knowing names of shows. But he's getting some great exposure and couldn't happen to a better dude. Yeah, as I was say, you partied with him before. Yeah, I stayed at his, his house. house. Yeah, yeah, guys, as good as they come, salt of the earth. And now, none not a better than him. Damn it. <laughs> he probably doesn't want to admit that he's my friend. Yeah. After I sound like that. There's none nada than none better nada. than him. None nada. That AJ, he's top dollar. <laughs> All right, when we come back, let's actually talk about sports. All right. Uh, we did actually talk about some sports. I was going to say, Dan, did we just do the segment? 
<laughs> we did some sports entertainment. We did. But we didn't do all of the sports. No, sir. All right. When the Megacast returns. <laughs> no, nada. These two hung over from the weekend. Ted and Steve will be back when the Megacast returns. The whole world is talking about digital currencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin. Want to get in on the digital currency action but don't know where to start? Try Douchecoin. I try to make people think I actually understand digital currency, and with Douchecoin, it's easy. Whenever someone asks me how Douchecoin works, I simply respond, it works, and chuckle knowingly as I walk away. I use my Douchecoin to buy non-fungible tokens. Turns out they're not actual tokens. My bad. Honestly, a douche coin from a douche nozzle, and I'm probably both. The great thing is, almost nobody else does either. Don't wait to own part of the hottest unregulated currency since beaver pelts. Tell your bank that cash money is for suckers, and blindly throw your life savings at douchecoin today. One of these two dicks just... Oh... That's not their ass. It's their overall existence that stinks. The Megacast is back. So that's right. Next week, fingers crossed, Luke Wilson will be joining us. It's it's always a... It is. Because, like, he texts me. I text him back immediately. I don't hear from him for like three days. He responds like as if he just got the text. I text him back immediately. Four days, or maybe two days goes by again. And he just says, hell yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, my the DM conversations I've had with him is like, won't hear from him for like a year. Right. And then must catch him just on his phone. Yeah. And we'll DM like five in a row and then... Months, yeah, but I, mean, I tell him. But it's like we've been saying for years. He's a great dude. He's just that's just Luke. No, at no point is he like being Lukey big time or no. top dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how he works. Yeah, like I mean, there are some random times where I'll just like get a random text, like, "Hey, how's your fam doing?" And I'll respond, and then months go by before he goes, "Awesome, I love hearing that." I'm like, <laughs> "Are you getting that many texts that it takes you that long to get through them all?" I shouldn't talk too much. I'm a, I'm a bad texter sometimes. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> I text you. I don't hear from you for like maybe a day or two. And then I'll just get nice. <laughs> right? I have to remind myself that not everybody is like hand on the phone at all times like I am. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm sure I do the same thing. Luke or Luke does the same thing as me. I was just like, oh yeah, I'll hit him back. That's why I try and be quick because yeah. all, more often than not, if I don't write you back right away, I mentally have thought that I did. Like, I just realized I haven't texted my buddy Ross back about some. Like, he works over at the Kraken now and, yeah. and one of our donkey buddies. I just remembered that I haven't texted him back and he texted me. Oh, man. I don't even remember. It was, uh, oh, April 21st. Oh, yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> With Ross, I am. Ross, I'm sorry. That's probably why they're not following me. He probably told him, you will never block him. Block him. Block him. Tell him his tattoo's not even the real logo. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a knockoff. And he buys basketball jerseys from China. He's probably going to do the same with the Kraken. Oh, knockoffs. Which I haven't. I'm waiting for the Kraken to actually have their licensed ones, which I personally think they should have put them out already. Yeah, and that's a thing. The first year, like, I still have 
I have a couple Sounders things from the from the specific. Like I have a kit from the first year. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm not sure I've ever worn the thing. I might have worn it once. Yeah, to like a game. But it basically it's just one of those things. Like it's the inaugural year. You got to get an official one. Right. Then after that, you know, you can get the shirts that look like it. Or that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Well, hockey sweaters oh. are. Just, oh, oh, sorry. No. I say hockey sweaters are just tough too. Like jerseys are great. They're lightweight. They fit. You know what I mean. You can wear them whenever. But like a hockey sweater, like outside of a hockey game, like I never wear them. Yeah, and it's a different look. Like you mm-hmm. just don't see a ton of people rolling around in a hockey sweater. Like Snoop Dogg and Kevin uh, Smith. I think that's about it. <laughs> right, and two different body types. Well, and Kevin not lost a lot of weight. I was gonna say Kevin Smith now is, is pretty trim. I don't know if he's even wearing jerseys anymore. He's like, screw it, I don't need to. <laughs> but dude, you're right. Like I have a bunch of like Devils jerseys. I'd never wear them unless I go to a Devils game. Yeah. Like, I have a T-Birds jersey. I wouldn't wear it unless I'm going to a T-Birds game. Some people like rocking them outside of that. No no judgment. This is a no judgment zone, of course. Um, but I'm not a jersey guy. Even with football jerseys. I only wear them if I'm going to the game. Yeah, I have a buddy that'll rock sweater or the hockey stuff all year round, like with shorts and stuff. I'm like, aren't you hot? Yeah, I would be. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to get one just because it's the inaugural. And, you know. Hell, yeah. I might buy one just because it's the inaugural season. I kind of want. I, I I don't know what I would do though. If I'm going to do a player, I guess it depends on who they draft, or if I just want to get like a custom one with my name and number on it. The first one I got, no nine. The first official one, I, I put my name on it. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I honestly wish they would have just done right now. Like, do like the ones with the number thirty two on the back for the thirty two franchise, and just yeah. like, you know, just a generic one. That way, we could all like get a jersey. All right. So the one I got the first year, literally, the number is O nine. And that's the year that they started. Yeah, in the MLS. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something cool about that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I probably would go with like the, whoever the goalie's going to be, maybe. like I don't even know who this team, what this team's going to be like. We're just going to – I told you that almost all my soccer jerseys are blank. It's just yeah. easier, right? Because it's like you're, you're a Kraken fan, and like you love all the players and stuff, but sometimes it's just easier, unless it's a retro jersey, just be like, hey, look, I'm here to support the team. You know, I'm getting uh, Luke Henman's jersey. <laughs> First player ever picked. That actually, that would be a lot a good conversation starter, especially in like a beer garden or something. I bet somebody's already done it. I bet oh, somebody I bet, already I has bet gone there's online. There's at least a hundred people that are right. doing it already. They found one of those knockoff jersey places because <laughs> yeah. they're out there. I've seen people post them on Facebook, and has already gotten Henman and whatever number he wears in uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. You know what? I might just steal that idea. Might as well. <laughs> Then you're like an OG. Yeah. Get first one player the, ever. Number 21. Like, yeah, that's the year we got in the league, and he's the first player. That's some serious pressure on that kid. You're the first player ever to, you know, chosen for the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, he'll be all right. I hope so. More sports. Spanning the globe. Oh. you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. The agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Damn straight. <laughs> so true. So much room. Steve. Yes, Ted. I don't know if it's a tragedy. Uh-oh. It's just sickening. People are drugging up horses now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> 
actually, it's not now. Was Horse. it Medina or Medina? Medina Spirit? Yes. Horses have been drugged up for years. This is a dirty side of horse racing if people don't understand this, right? This has been happening for a long time. Bob Baffert himself has been brought up on charges before. That's the. I love his excuse. Oh, it's a, two different countries. Cancel culture. That's not true. You got caught cheating. Then right. it was... A guy working in the stall. One of the groomers. Right. Peed on the hay. The horse ate it. And then that was Monday. Didn't even last 24 hours. And yesterday he came out and said, oh, all right, we put a cream on him that we didn't think would test positive. Like, oh, we got we got three different things happening in 72 hours. He sounds like a seven-year-old spinning out of control because mom just found out that he ate like a cookie. Yeah. Like yeah I didn't sh- eat that cookie. The dog ate the cookie. Like, actually, my sh- brother did. Shut up and said nothing. But yeah. like the... the I was talking about this on the podcast. Like, I don't care for the term cancel culture to begin with. Right. It's it's such a catch-all BS. But to go on TV and be like, there's two Americas. They're out to get me. Like, no, you broke the rules. You cheated. This isn't, nobody's, nobody's out to get you. Right. He's probably like, what do I do? And his PR guy's like, politicize it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, right. And then, right. Like, right. Right. I know we're keeping politics out of sports, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And it's still, he's going to run this weekend at the Preakness. My horse didn't cheat, and it never kneels. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, that would have been over the top. Right? Or my horse wouldn't dream of it. Right. My rights. <laughs> He'll take my horse's rights away. Man, Bro Bible yesterday had a great thing that was like cancel culture Israel. We dug up some of the horse's old tweets, oh, which is obviously fake. But one was like, one was just Jared from Subway's a real one. From like, from like, through, like, you're just like, oh my God. Like, this is sick. I must have missed that article. That's awesome. I must have say, yeah, you're the that's, pro. I love that website. Yeah. Oh, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. But, and I, the thing is, I like Bob Baffert. That's what a horse racing trainer should look like and this and that. But just, I'm just like, dude, just shut up. Did I ever tell you that I'm, like, I don't know if you have anyone, you know, you always try and find like, there's, is there a distant relative that's a celebrity? Okay. So our claim to fame with our family, the Migliori family, is that we have a distant, distant, distant cousin that at one point was like one of the most controversial horse jockeys of all time. No like, kidding. Known for being a hothead, getting into fights with other the jockeys. He would win a lot, but like he was like a well-known, in the, the 80s, I think, a well-known horse jockey by the name of Richard Migliori. If you look huh. him up, like the guy was a loose cannon. I don't know if he's still alive or not. Never met him. My grandfather said that like he met him a couple of times, but like that's all that was our claim to fame. Well, and people don't want to know the truth about horse racing. Number one, they've been doping up horses for years. Mm-hmm. Number two, some of the jockey, first of all, they had a stall that they would they called it the purging stall. And they would go in there and make themselves vomit so they'd be lighter. And I want to say they like, was it they'd wear like they'd try to be heavier. When they weighed in, so then they'd be lighter on the horse. I mean, it is, it is it's like a UFC sh- fight. It is some shady stuff. Weird, oh, man. I saw another fighter last week at the weigh-in that couldn't even stand. Dude, that was really troubling. It, it man, that, that should be illegal. Yeah, the weight cutting. I, I, they got to do something about it. So they they, they, they they'll starve and sweat themselves down pounds. Right. Correct. And then they go and so dehydrated. Right. The last like. I want to say day or two, you can barely even like drink water or anything. And so I remember like I had some buddies that in high school that were high school wrestlers, wrestlers and there yeah. were times where like they were wearing like garbage bags practically yep. under all their clothes to sweat even in class so they could hit the weight going. And it's like you're doing this to your body and then you have to go actually fight like the next day. 
Yeah. Like, that's terrible. I, I, I don't understand why that's something that's even allowed. Yeah, and some of those guys in the UFC, I mean, like, some of them would fight at, <clears throat> you know, 170-something or whatever, but they walk around at, like, 215, you know? And it's yeah. like, you're losing, what, 10, 12, 15 pounds in a matter of days? Like, I'm no doctor. That just doesn't seem like the healthiest. As a guy, and like, we've tried to drop LBs. It's, <laughs> that's just an impossible feat. Right, or you're doing like. Remember, we used to mess around with some of those oh, weird those, crash diets oh, or whatever. I'm so glad I never. I'll never do one of those again. Like those cleanses. Oh, and then you gain it all back, and if then not some, more. Right, I did. Yeah, because I was like two. I remember when we did one of those cleanses. I was like two forty ish, and I was like not happy. I was like, oh, I just need to drop. If I could just lose like you know twenty thirty pounds, it'd be awesome. So I do that, and I lose twenty pounds. I'm like, yeah. As soon as I was over, boom, put all the weight back on, and then ended up hitting like two eighty. Oh, like yeah. That was me at my biggest. I was like, I just like lost. Uh, it was like, it made me miss food so much that I just never wanted to let go of it again. Yeah, I remember doing like these drops. You could eat like an almond a day or yeah. something crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like a stupid little pellet. Yeah. And like, I think we were like, although the one good thing of all that, I remember doing the cleanse with my wife. We tried it one time after that. Like, I remember I was like, all right, I'll, give, I'll do a try with you. And luckily we did it, but it. After that, we both realized never do that again. I did that out of solidarity, and I'm like, I never want to do that again. Like, yeah, and, and some of them you're doing like a a few days or a week, yeah. fine. But yeah, like, like what were we doing? Like two or three week thing? Like it was it was it just was terrible. Yeah, and but I'm yeah, like, when you see those wrestlers, I'm just like, that video is really troubling. Yeah, I mean, the dude can't stand. Like he couldn't. Like yeah, you're right. Like he just looked out of it. Yeah, and then the next day he's gonna go in there and fight. That seems safe. <laughs> you know, sad news. Speaking of cancel culture, Ted. We, we've lost our friend, Ellen. Oh, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres has now said goodbye to television. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, we should probably at least play one more game of her burning questions. Have you seen the clip of, oh, man, who is it? Is it Bruce Willis's daughter, Rumor Willis? Okay. Or so, I saw it this morning. She's on there, and she's like, well, I have my birthday party. And I, I'm not positive that it's Rumor Willis. It's somebody, mm-hmm. but a younger actress. And, and she's like, and Ellen goes, oh, you didn't invite me to your birthday. And she goes, well, that's not true, Ellen. I did. And it is, she's like, what? And she's like, yeah, last time I was here, you gave me a bunch of, you gave me a bunch of flack or whatever. So I made sure to invite you this time. And she's like, no, no, no. I would have known. And she's like, no, ask your producer. And he's like, yeah, she invited you. No. Oh, yeah. And you just realize, like, the Ellen stuff is like, ah, it's been fake for years. No way. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I could find that. <laughs> Invited. <laughs> oh, I hit the wrong. Dude, I got such fat fingers. I keep hitting the wrong buttons. <laughs> and Ellen invited to birthday party. Okay. it's Dakota Johnson? Dakota Johnson. That's who it is. Oh, I, I see. Last Wednesday, we showed you Dakota Johnson talking about co star Shia LaBeouf's arrest while she was on Ellen. And you were invited. Last year. Oh, yeah. That's not the truth, Ellen. Um, how was the party? I wasn't invited. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Oh. Last year, no, last time I was on the show, last year, you gave me a bunch of shit about not inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who didn't want to be invited to a party? Well, I didn't even know you liked me. <laughs> <laughs> of course I like you. You knew I liked you. That sounds very weird. I mean, it is awkward, right? That sounds really... You knew I liked you. Mm-hmm. You've been on the show many times, and, and don't I show like? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's... This is like some like, like weird, like, narcissist, sociopath-sounding type stuff. 
Yeah. But I did invite you and you didn't come. So this time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. <laughs> Not just ask a certain producer, ask everybody. And she's so confident about it. I don't think so. Like, no, I invited you. Ask Jonathan, your producer. Who okay. said you were? I yeah, was invited. Right Why didn't I go? I don't know. Was it, was it? it oh, yeah, I had that thing. Um, oh, okay. And it just blows her off. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, F word. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't want to play burning questions. Yeah, the hell with it. Yeah, screw you, Ellen. Everybody's right. You suck. <laughs> I just, man, some of that stuff, it's just like, I don't know, like, I have a like a weird system like meeting somebody that's that's nice to you to your face like right. I, to me that doesn't qualify you as a good person. No, there's a ton of people you meet and stuff like you know being a good person's tough, but a lot of people too are kind of mean about stuff and go, but I'm a good person. Like, are you? Right. Like Ellen was like, I right, look, I get it. It's shtick that you're like the nicest person in the world, and I'm not saying you didn't earn it. You can be a little salty, but like. It's just weird that your whole shtick was like, I'm everybody's friend. I like to dance for people in the audience. Yeah, it's like, no, you don't really care for any of those people. You probably never leave VIP. Like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, I bet you're probably, like, if you get caught on the street, it's probably, like, quick into this expensive restaurant. And Mm -hmm. it's just weird. Yeah, that that audio is kind of weird, man. Like, it was like, oh, awkward. And then I love how, like, they're all, like, trying to cover up for you. You're out of town. Like, okay. You remember exactly what she was doing on on that birthday party. Yeah. Wow. Right, because there's some TV, like, I know a lot of people don't like Wendy Williams. I, I respect her because she started in radio, transitioned over to TV. Yeah. I don't hate her. But I, I do yeah. like that she's like. I like that she farts on TV. And she's decently honest with people. And people call her out all the time and it's always awkward. But at least she like has the conversation. That's true. And her brand isn't being like the nicest person. Likeable daytime yeah. talk show host. <laughs> I just love that. She's like, no, I invited you to the party. Like Dakota just didn't give an F. No. That was awesome. Yeah. I would love to know what happened after that. Behind the scenes. I Yeah. I mean. I feel like we have an amazing like documentary that's probably going to be put out or a book behind the scenes of the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And also like, I just, don't feel bad. Ellen's got a bunch oh. of money. Like it's done a bunch of stuff. Like she'll be fine. She'll fine. Sh- And I guarantee you she'll show up on some service you pay for or, or Showtime or HBO and have some new show. Fine, I'll just close out. I was starting that GoFundMe, but I guess I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll donate one knockoff jersey. Well, Ted, <laughs> and we're going to get running. Yeah. But we got to let everyone know we have very exciting news that we are actually going to be enjoying the sweet sounds of our favorite DJ, Mark Rabia at the Showbox. He's going to be here at the end of September. That's awesome. I am so pumped. So much so that I've taken the next day off from work. Nice. So that way, I don't need to leave town. <laughs> and we can get crazy murdering our thirst. Murdering my goddamn thirst. I'm murdering my motherfucking thirst. Take my thirst and I hit God, that's going to be a fun show. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Do you know that's the jingle that he made? He's he, he's a uh, like an endorser for Liquid Death. The oh yeah, the, the water, water, yeah, which is like the coolest. Like I've actually tried. I was like, you know, it's probably part of the packaging that makes me like it so much. But it's really good. And they're they're saying it's murders because they're like a death metal type of a vibe to their logo and and their their spirit. And they hired him 
to do like a commercial, quote unquote, and the whole thing is just him doing this. Look, I don't know. I haven't had liquid death. I don't know, like, water is, like, better or worse. But also, it's a good idea. There's a lot of people yep. that don't drink alcohol anymore or people that do drink booze, like, in between. Like, But it looks like... It looks like a beer can. Yeah. Dude, we did a, a Defy uh, live stream, Murcharama, myself and Ethan HD. Oh, nice. And Thank our you. buddy uh, Cody Chun, also a wrestler, uh, he joined us. And uh, Liquid Death was the sponsor. Oh, awesome. And so we had cans. And Cody opened one up to take a swing, and he's like, wait, this is a beer. Like, he <laughs> thought it was a beer. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, this is a sweet-looking beer can. <laughs> no idea that it was water. It's brilliant. And you're right. I didn't even think about the fact that you could be at a bar, and nobody's even going to think anything of it that looks like you're just having a beer with them. Yeah, or like at a cookout, we're getting to that time, mm-hmm. pull it in your left, play cornhole with the right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and mix in the water. Right. All right, well, uh, yeah, so next week we'll possibly be here with uh, Luke Wilson. That'd be awesome. That would be a really fun one. It's been years since we've caught up with Luke, so that, that would be a, a great time. And I think that's it. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Murder your thirst. Uh, and Murder your thirst. Yeah. Don't drug your horse. Boom. <laughs> Title of this week's episode. <laughs> Follow awesome. us on Twitter at the Megacast. Nice.